0: What is up, Hackstab Slash Nation? It's your boy, Postman Sean, rolling with our man, Justin, and our boy, made of water, all the way in the corner. You can't see him because he doesn't have video for this episode, but you all going <laughs> to listen to him, you listen to me, you listen to Justin. We're going to do a quick intro, and we're going to tell you how we're three postal workers trying not to go postal by watching horror movies. Let's go, Justin. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into horror. All right, now my name, and we froze.
1: <laughs> bro, we froze, dude. I can't. I can't. <laughs> bro,
0: bro, the fame was about to say, "All you can see is my fat ass laughing." Just
2: what? Am I back? Did I just, just frozen.
1: Yeah, is did
2: someone you under down? your desk. Can you hear me though? <laughs> he is. <laughs> I can hear you.
0: I just can't see you. You're still frozen.
2: Dude, I lost I lost. As soon as I went to As soon as I went to the introduction, it it disappeared. That was so terrible.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go.
1: Oh, you're, you're back. You're back.
0: Yeah, he's back. I'll probably right. I'll edit out a I little bit that definitely leaving that in there.
2: That was terrifying. All right, what's up? Uh, my, my name is Justin. No clue what just happened there. Been obsessed with horror since I was a little kid and loves eighty slashers. They're my favorite thing in the whole entire world. I'm even running my own screenplay about a haunted area uh, that I live by. And let's kick it over to Waterboy. What Waterboy know, guys? What's my name's is uh,
1: Waterboy, uh, a.k.a. Chris. Um, I've been watching horror my entire life. Um, Pretty much the same exactly thing as Justin. I love 80s horror movies. Uh, One of my favorites, honestly. Um, One of my favorite favorite movies, movies actually, actually. is from Hellraiser. Hellraiser. That's one of my very favorites back in the day. Scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. But um, let's kick it back over to Sean and let's see uh, how he got into horror.
0: So how I got into horror, um, one might say I've actually been watching horror since birth. Uh, My brothers used to to torment me and play Freddy and Jason when I was home. Then, uh, you know, you if you want to fact check this and talk to my mother, you can. Uh, there was a point in time where I was in preschool and they had recommended therapy because I told them my favorite movie was Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was- I was a good guy doll. So I, I've been obsessed with horror ever since then. Uh, what really, really got me involved in everything horror is I was actually at my dad's friend Joe Pavitas's house. And I had watched George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. The one where they were in color and they were like blue zombies. They go to the mall. All that crap. And uh, it scared me so bad that I slept with the light on for like a year. Yeah. It's such a great movie. I, Very I, I, awesome movie. I hadn't wet the bed in about six years, but I did a couple of times after I watched that. That's a good streak, though. Six <laughs> years? Seriously?
1: <laughs> right? Right. I'm I
0: Give 30, me the power right sure. beg of you. I've done it a few times <laughs> since then, but... We we won't talk about that. What we will talk about is uh, a certain someone's birthday. Oh Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Give a quick birthday shout. Got that over the
1: hill candle.
2: Yeah. Uh, I know forty today. How am I gonna celebrate with you guys talking horror movies? First episode of Hackstab Slash. Let's go.
1: Love that fucking. (laughs) What just happened?
0: I heard Waterboy but we'll keep moving on. Okay. Uh, so what uh what movie did you pick Waterboy? Tell us a little bit about it.
1: Uh so the movie that I picked was Smile, uh 2022 horror film. Uh I picked it um just based off of um watching it the very I actually watched it prior to us doing this. <laughs> Sean.
2: Dude. This is our first episode. (laughs) How are we starting like this? You can't hold up a coffee mug that says that. Oh my god, my coffee. Look, I'm crying. Oh my god. (laughs) I was reading my notes and I
0: looked over. (laughs) This is the most ridiculous start ever. We're so derailed. (laughs) I literally washed the coffee mug before I logged on. I've been, like, slowly drinking it in front of the camera, <laughs> trying to get Justin
2: involved. <laughs> I was trying to look. I saw him, like, he must have some kind of cup. Like, if you're going to have a cup, like, I picked a cool one, like, horror-related. That's, like,
0: that's, that's a good, that, good mug. That's the scariest thing to any man. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's terrifying.
2: Put that thing away. <laughs> you, you can't literally. You can't even see it.
0: Yeah, it's too small to just put it away. Right. speaking of you oh know smiles God. and all the smiles we got going on right now go ahead Waterboy. Uh, so um the
1: feels that i got off this movie from the, my first watch through is brings back memories to the four, 2014 film um it follows so it it brings it brings that aspect right into this movie and it, and it did it very well um i do have a few few little pointers that we'll go on to say later on in the episode but starting off we'll just we'll just leave it right there for now We'll just leave it right now. We'll just leave it right there for now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, Hackstab Slash, kicking it off in 2023. Uh, Today is January 31st, the birth of Justin. (laughs) Uh, Smile, made in 2022. Uh, The runtime is an hour and 55 minutes. Uh, Waterboy, was that your first reaction? Uh, Justin, do you want to give us yours? Yeah, well, I just want to
2: talk about, um, like, I I just saw it for the first time literally the other day, and I had a plan again today just to watch it one more time. But um, I just want to talk about, based off the trailer, same thing. I watched the trailer, and I thought it looked cool. I instantly kind of thought of it follows and he said the same exact movie but uh can we like the marketing too is i was really interested in this movie based off the marketing i don't know do you guys see the girl that sat behind home plate there was a guy too but
0: did you see it, it was a bunch of them that yeah. attended like yeah. baseball games
2: baseball i saw him at a football and, game like
0: and smile dude and just not move
2: yeah like, and i knew nothing about the movie and they they stayed there like the whole game
0: yeah, like, yeah, they don't grind, was, they don't move. That was That's insane. Unreal, and that creeped the shit out mm-hmm. of me, because if you don't know anything about horror, and you're yeah. just in stands, and you're not expecting, like, some kind of marketing campaign or anything like that, and you're just a baseball goer, dude, you look over, and someone's just not moving not going to the bathroom, yeah. not take a drink, not <laughs> watching the Creepiest game thing. Yeah, they went viral. Like they mm-hmm. went viral on everything.
2: TikTok, I mean I saw all the videos and I was like, I gotta watch that movie. And that's basically I mean that's what kind of got me excited about it.
0: Nice. Uh, you guys want to hear my first thoughts or just fuck me because I'm no fat? oh yeah yeah. Let's take oh, it over got, Sean got with it. your <laughs> first thoughts. What <laughs> did you think, Sean? Um, I went into this movie completely blind. I had heard a lot of good things about it, but I did not watch the trailer. I didn't watch anything leading into it. I didn't listen to any other reviews, nothing like that, because I wanted to genuinely experience it for the first time. Um, The only thing I can say, like, negative-wise, is I felt like the pacing was slow. Like, it's an hour and 55 minutes. I feel like they could have made a much better movie in an hour and 30 minutes. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. And then, bro, like, the score in this movie, like, just just the way they hit notes before you got scared or, like, the build-up, dude, I thought was, like, its own character. Like, I fucking love the score through this whole film. I don't know what you guys thought, but...
2: I, I like the score, too. I like the score. I'm not going to lie. I didn't love this movie. Like, I, I mean, I... It pretty much it should have been called It Smiles. Like, I love It Follows, and it's just like, why would I watch a movie that's just, like, a lesser version of It Follows? Yeah, I,
0: nothing. Yeah,
2: there was I, like I liked, there was some good parts and I'm not gonna lie like we'll get into some of the cool scenes and like I'm not gonna lie there was like a jump scenes so, there was three jump scenes in a row that actually got me, but I just I I didn't love the movie it felt almost too much like that and like Sean said like I kind of like there could have been like probably 15, 20 minutes shaved off this
0: yeah there oh, could have been a lot of like detective work shaved off and it was 100%. A much better film one hundred percent
1: and honestly I don't think there was as many kills that should have been in that movie for you know it being such a horror movie like it i mean like it follows if we wanted to go for that but i mean it it just it dragged there was a lot of good parts but i think in total it just wasn't a great movie
2: can i talk about i had a problem with like the main character i don't think she was like terrible but like the horror movie i really love i want to really really feel for the main character i thought she was just kind of boring like i wasn't like too invested in Rose, like whether, I mean, I don't think she was terrible, but I just, I don't know. She was kind of just there. Like I kind of want to be more like emotionally invested in like the main character to make me really like care if she's in danger and stuff. Something, I don't know. Did you guys get that feeling? Was she boring or is that just me?
0: Even if it like stayed at the hour and 55 and it waited to jump into the psychological shit. Yeah. Like, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the movie instead of right off the rip. Um, I think we could have got a lot more building with Rose and even her sister and her partner, Trevor, Yeah, that stuff. Um, But I I think you go from seeing that opening scene where the mom has apparently committed suicide right into the next thing. You know what I mean? There was was no hang-up. There was no emotional connection. I think it happened too fast and jumped right into the movie. Yeah. Maybe they expected you to be invested just because you want to see the movie instead of being um like turned on in the character periodically
1: right it's It's like it moved too fast at certain parts but too slow at the parts that really didn't definitely
2: weird pacing and the last thing i'll say about that is like i don't need to love the main character like there's a lot of slasher movies that you just like people are there to get killed in whatever i love the movies because you're like rooting for the slasher but this one i don't know movies like this i feel like you almost needed to like like the main character a little more that's just my personal opinions
0: not to like keep nitpicking like cuz we're in we're we're in just the initial thoughts but um one thing that like really pissed me off and I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer cuz I went back and I watched the trailer after I'd watched the movie yeah uh, it felt like and I didn't keep track of the kills I don't know if you guys did but it felt like almost every single one of the kills was in the trailer like yep, all the yep. scares were yep. in the trailer and I yep. hate movies do that they give away way too much
2: yeah no i 100%
0: all right Waterboy, you want to take point you want to walk us through this
1: all right so let's get right into it um so we start the movie off with rose um she's just a little girl she walks in on her mother uh who had just committed suicide and um it it looks like she might have overdosed on pills that were by her bed um but from that scene she wakes up into um she's actually a psychiatric nurse um she wakes up and she goes to see a new patient, uh, which went, and she brings her into the room. And um, so, let me see. Actually, hold on one
0: second. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's talking about the patient that's coming into the room. Uh, his name's Carl, and he keeps mumbling, I'm going to die, mom's going to die, he's going to die, she's going to die, everyone's going to die. It's going to be a fucking party. We're all going to die. And uh, <clears throat> she checks Carl in. And she sends him off to, like, his own psych ward. He's been there a million times. And after she does that, one of the nurses, and I don't know about you guys, but the second I saw this <laughs> nurse, all I thought was, holy fucking eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? And, uh... I,
2: didn't even, I did not notice that. <laughs> That's not in my notes, but I love, I
0: love no, it. No, dude. Like, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: let me look at uh, eyebrows. Yep, there they are.
0: It was like she, she was you trying know. to look like Pennywise. Yeah. Like, holy eyebrows. Incredible. And, uh, <clears throat> so the nurse tells her that, uh, after she checks in Carl, that she's got to go see Dr. I'm going to call him Dr. D or we can go with Kumar, but I can't say his last name. So it's up yeah, to you. No, Kumar is cool.
2: Kumar. That's all I
0: saw. When I saw him, I'm like, oh my God, Kumar's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, we see an ambulance come in through like a back scene, uh, screaming hysterically person on the stretcher, uh, close up, you know, little jump scare banging on the door. Um she goes into Dr. Kumar's office and he's got to put her in check for like checking in a a patient with no insurance. And like you obviously right here at this point in the movie, you can feel, feel, excuse me, that the healthcare system is currently more about money than your actual well being, Considering that this is a psychiatric ward and he's bitching because a patient who clearly needed help didn't have insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, he tells Rose to go home. Like, she's been there since the late shift last night, so she's, you know, going on over 24 hours worth of work. She says, okay. On the way out, uh, her phone rings. She comes back, answers it. Um, now, cut scene, now we meet Laura Weaver, who's 26, and she's a grad student. I'm going to stop there and, like, Chris take over again, unless you guys want to talk about the opening scenes.
2: No, that – I mean – it didn't get exciting until this next scene. Like the yeah. yeah, definitely. Just talk about this
0: next scene. All right, Waterboy, you here? No, he's still muted. Uh, his baby woke up, so I'll keep I'll keep running with it.
2: Yeah, keep yeah, keep running with it, and I'll
0: add I'll add into this. All right. So now we meet Laura Weaver. Uh, she's 26, she's a grad student. Uh, she states numerous times, like, I'm not fucking crazy, like I'm a PhD candidate. I'm not crazy. I'm okay. No one's listening to me. I see people. uh, They look like people, but they're not people. And all they do is smile. Like something's going to kill me. Something's wrong. Uh, She starts, you know, begging for help. And she's pretty much saying like, help me, help me. And Rose is saying like, you know, this is typical patterns of Oh, shit. I lost my place. Like psychosis
2: and stuff like that she's talking <laughs> yeah. about.
0: Just mental breakdowns. Yeah, um, mental
2: breakdowns.
0: The, the of college, what she had seen with her professor. Yep. And she's like, you're not listening to me. And as she backs away, she starts almost like it's jolted out of the seat. Yep. And she starts grasping for air. She starts reaching for her neck. She's making all these crazy involuntary movements. And uh, Rose turns around. She runs to a red phone and she calls for backup. And while she's doing this, the Rose uh, is on the phone, and everything goes quiet. And then we hear, um, like literally nothing. Rose turns around and she's doing this thing where, like, the camera follows her. That was creepy. You know oh, what okay. I mean? I thought it was yeah. A- yeah. Uh, that was a cool scene. And, and then it zones in on Laura, and Laura, um. Reaches down, and she picks up a glass shard while she's smiling. Like, while she's smiling, we get a smile. Yeah, she grabs a glass is. shard, and she digs it right in under her eye, and she cuts down her cheek, under her chin, and down to, like, her neck where her jugular is. Let's Just, put a like, smile on that yeah, face. Yeah, bleeding out. She drops to the ground, and then, um, you know, the, the security or, you know, facility patient managers, whatever... Uh, rush in and see what's going on. Everything goes quiet. Now we zoom into Rose. She's in shock, and we go through her eyeball. And then we get a cut scene, and we see smile flashing in red. I fucking love this opening credit scene.
1: That that really. was probably one yeah, of the was, best one of the best scenes in the movie was the beginning scene.
2: I would say it's probably probably definitely one of the highlights of the whole movie. It's probably right there. Just
1: just the, her death herself, and then the, being underneath the blanket and making this making a smile. Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, that was so cool. Underneath the blanket you could see the blood going through.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. And then uh, I I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I was just thinking about this now, talking about it. Um I would have loved to have seen this movie go in a different direction where Rose deals with multiple patients that suffer from the the smile, the demon entity that possesses them and does all this shit. I feel like I would have liked to have seen or have multiple patients go through this, and she investigates and digs into it, and that's yep. how she gets infected. Instead of right here at this scene, causes the infection. For yeah,
1: her. just immediately.
2: Hundred percent. They should. They like a good. Like yeah. I mean, they could have done so much better with this concept. Like a hundred percent. They should have done something like that. I would have liked it so much more if if she saw more people before she just jumped in and started uh, investigating. It would have been a lot yeah. more exciting.
0: Or, or just not get infected right away.
2: Yeah, right away, hundred percent.
0: Yeah. But uh, all right, water boy, you back with us?
1: I am back with you for right now.
0: <laughs> I'll uh, I'll let you take over.
1: All right. So directly after that, you know, not nothing I mean we'll we'll go ahead and go on to the next little parts here. Yeah, um, to where too her exciting. yeah, nothing too exciting happens. Um so she basically starts going with a psychological battle with herself now, and she starts uh, you know, seeing different things. Um and you know her her husband um Trevor believes that she's going insane a little bit she you know because she's already had her trauma from her childhood so he just think that's part of that she already has a counselor and everything and she just starts seeing all these images and so what happens after that is well, let's uh gotta go through my notes here <laughs> you
0: mean Trevor you mean a train from the boys
1: a train from the boys I actually had that in my notes, man. Had it in my notes.
0: Yeah, my notes literally say Rose dot dot dot. A train, aka Trevor. <laughs>
2: oh, is is, Rose is he? Let's just talk about him really fast. Is he more mm-hmm. likable in the boys? Is he good at uh, the boys?
1: No,
0: no he's actually a, he's actually an asshole. <laughs> he's a really good piece of shit who likes <laughs> dude, Rose to be liked.
2: I was just gonna say because I don't know, like his chemistry of Rose. Let's just talk about him for two seconds. Even like the first time we meet him, it's like terrible. She just had like a traumatic day, and he's like. Babe, what's wrong care. with you? Like, what well, like he just doesn't even believe her. He doesn't
1: even care. Like off he's terrible. Like, Made me a sandwich, bitch.
2: It was like <laughs> the worst chemistry. I was like, seriously, like this is like this is awful. Like they were the worst couple together ever. But sorry, keep. keep yeah, they're, they're, that's
1: one of the that's one of the things in this movie too. There was no, they weren't a good movie couple at all. Terrible, like there was no chemistry between the two for characters for even the movie itself. And it could, that
0: we could talk about that towards the end. I think. Um, Trevor actually played his character pretty well because, like, we had touched very lightly about the cops that were interviewing Rose right after the scene. Yeah. Uh, they treat her like shit. Trevor treats her like shit. Yep. And, yeah. And this, I think, is a big shot at, you know, uh, the medical field as a whole, like mental health and how people don't take. Play it. it yeah
1: They so play they it down.
0: Her. Yeah. Like as yeah, soon as soon as this gets scary, scary. yeah. You just... Everyone else is like outside opinions, like you know, fuck you. You don't really yeah. matter.
1: Yep. And that's exactly what the movie was about.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, Big Pharma. I think I got it in my notes. Uh, yeah. They, uh, one of the cops, the one who doesn't really stay in the movie, um, I didn't get even one of the detectives' names until like later in the film, but one of them goes, yeah, she sounds fucking crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, What? <laughs> no, you don't say that shit. You're in a sightboard.
1: Yeah. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, even Rose's sister was like terrible to us. She was like, I mean, like in a couple scenes, like she was like so, she just didn't believe it at all. She's like, yeah, you're just like mom, blah blah blah. Like she was so like they
0: were they were so terrible. Uh, disgusting. All right, Waterboy, keep going. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh tr- 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 you don't me to my notes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because right. I gotta go through. So, uh, the next set of scenes, we got dinner with Holly and Greg. Uh, Holly and Greg are husband and wife, or well, her sister and brother-in-law. Um, they go out to dinner. They talk about her nephew Jackson's seventh birthday, uh, seventh birthday party, and how if she's not gonna make it because she works Saturdays, that she's a piece of shit. Should buy him a present and think about it. Uh, Greg refers to her job as taking care of the crazies. And that they need to get out of there so she can go get filthy rich in a private practice. Um, Trevor does back her up, though. And he's like, you know, she would do it for free because she cares about it that much. Um, Rose and Trevor go home. Uh, the house They set the house alarm. Now we feed Mustache, the cat. Uh, I fucking love that name. Uh, cuts Great cat day, name. We're back at the hospital where Rose is asking for files. Uh, to be forwarded to her on Laura, and, like, the previous cases. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but as she's asking for those files and she's talking to, like, other nurses around the building, she's walking around with a coffee mug. The coffee mug is a smiley face. I, I saw that. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I, I saw that. I, that. Right away, I was like, oh my god, like, why would you pick Wait, that company and freak you out? What did,
1: uh, what did that coffee mug look like again? What, can you, can I mean, you give it's us, us an than example Sean's of a coffee plug.
2: mug? Let's, I mean, it's better than that mug. <laughs>
0: But it was a smiley face. <laughs>
2: yeah. If I just saw someone smile and die, I wouldn't be drinking from a smiley
0: face.
2: But I probably really? wouldn't be drinking from what you're drinking anyway. But go. Imagine sorry. if she was holding that
0: cup. Oh, as uh, a <laughs> <laughs> world's smallest cock. Uh, as she, she drinks. Gives from it, it to Trevor. All right, guys. <laughs> as she uh, as she drinks from the smiley face mug, the cop from earlier checks in on her. Um, at this point, I don't know about you guys, but I was getting the vibe that Rose and this detective were something in the past and they yeah, don't give way. us any background on it. They, they still haven't given us his name. Um, but after he checks in on Rose, she says she's fine. She walks away. Eyebrows, the nurse goes, Hey, she's engaged, but I'm single. But well, I'm single. <laughs> and, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> now we, uh, we get Rose. Uh, she goes back to her office. She begins looking through the suicide uh, tapes You know, paperwork, all this shit The the nonsense investigating Um, and she notices that Laura witnessed a suicide prior to Her killing herself Um, and then her sister calls again Tells her to go get a, a Toy train for Jackson for his Birthday party, um, it's a lot of Focus on the birthday party that we Probably could have done without in this film Oh, yeah Uh, Rose looks out the window And I thought it was Laura. uh in the courtyard, staring up at her. Um, I did some digging. It turns out it's her bomb that committed suicide that's looking up to her. Uh, Rose co- closes the blinds. Uh, we cut to her walking down the hall. We see Carl sitting up in the bed, smiling. Uh, okay. This creeped me out. It didn't that was, scare me.
1: Yeah, that was, it was yeah, a creepy scene. That was, that was yeah. super creepy. That's uh, That starts the big spiral right there.
0: Yeah, he's like almost in a trance. And, like, you can hear him chanting, you're going to die, I'm going to die. You're going to die, yeah, I'm going to die, you're going to die. I am going to die going to die yeah i am going to die going to die i do not know if you guys caught this, but you could hear, like, a demonic undertone. And, oh, like, yeah. two of those I'm going to dies. Clearly. Oh, yeah. She yep. tries to talk to him. He starts to get, like, rowdy. She screams for him to be restrained. Um, Orderlies rush in. They fucking rip Carl, who's laying calmly on the bed. They rip him off the bed, throw him on the ground, and start, like, restraining him, Um Rose looks like she's in pure shock. Uh, then we do a cutscene. She's in Dr. Kamar's office uh, to talk about the incident. He's concerned. She's, you know, overworking herself. She's got 80 hours a week. Uh, she's been doing this for months. So he tells her to take a paid week vacation. Um, just just clear your head and fuck off. So she gets pissed. She races off in her car. Uh, what do you guys think about that sort of scenes? Uh, that
1: they- <laughs> I, I, all I gotta say is I definitely could use a paid vacation. Um, <laughs> I think we all could. Um, I thought the,
2: I thought the Carl yeah. scene was creepy. Yeah, that um, was honestly just a bunch of fluff besides that. I personally thought like, I just, I don't know. The Kyle scene was really creepy. Like you said, I don't think I wasn't scared, but I thought that was creepy. Yeah. But, uh, that's literally the only thing I even wrote down. Like before mm-hmm. that, I wrote, I note, talked
1: about that one scene and I don't and even have any that's, notes. for That's couple. one of the things there's, there's Ooh, so many things that, really that move cool. slow. And yeah, then you just have that one scene that's creepy, and then it just goes back to being slow. And it's so much fluff, and it's not even, like, interesting.
0: Like, like you said, fluff, dude, like, had they just, it's... had she been on edge and you could feel it, and then just walked by it, and yeah. him sitting up, and then she did a double take, and he was laying down and then moved on, instead of having that whole screaming for help, like, everything goes haywire. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, there's a lot of useless fluff pieces that, they tried to make scary, or they tried to keep you on edge, yep. and it it does have that effect. But then it immediately goes away, and it's long enough gone that yeah, you get with the movie until something else pops up. Yeah,
1: you you forget sort of what you're watching. What I
0: yeah. All right, Waddle, well, you want to take over the next set of scenes? No, I think I think I'll give I'll think I'll pass
1: it to Justin on this one. Uh,
2: so the the next scene I wrote on was um, so at this point is this when she goes she goes home. And I, the jump scene, the jump scares with the phone. Is that what, like, the next scene? Yeah. Yep. That, I was going say, there's nothing else worth yeah. talking about until that. So, um... Can't wait to I don't know. Get to the you you want right. to leave so, point on
0: it? All right, I'll, I'll take over. Uh, <laughs> so, next set of scenes we get is Rose is driving home from work after she's been told to take a paid week off. Um, we see her buying a, a train for the nephew, like, Everything's hyped up on the birthday party. Um, The camera drifts off, and we see like a 50s style type family on a billboard just smiling. Everything is smiling, everything is roses, everything is A-okay. Rose goes home, she grabs a bottle of wine, she starts wrapping the present. Uh, We see her wrap the present, uh, and I think they emphasize this for later on in the movie. Um, What's the Then the house alarm goes off, like Justin was saying. Rose is scared, she jumps, she grabs the phone. We hear this is first-line security. Uh, Rose gives her the passcode, Acapulco, uh, tells her everything is okay. Then the lady on the other phone uh, asks if she's alone. Rose says yes. The lady asks again, are you sure you're alone? And you could see, like, the panic. You know what this I mean? This is creepy. And the phone, yeah. yeah. And then the oh, the completely totally in the dark. And then as she's slowly turning around, she's still panicking. Slowly turning around, she drops the phone. And then the phone rings again, but this yeah. time it's hung up. She answers the phone. She goes through it all over again. Um, next up, we got the cops are at the house. Trevor's there. Um, he's trying to find Mustache. The cat's missing. Rose tells Trevor that she doesn't even remember setting the alarm. Um, and then they go out and they begin looking for Mustache. Uh, at this point, though, I thought it was kind of funny. With a little bit of comedic relief. Uh, when this all happened, she dropped another glass of wine. And uh, he goes... Yeah, they uh, start looking for mustache together. She walks out the room, and we just hear a train go. Rose, you breaking another glass? <laughs> I
2: know. I thought it was gonna be something serious too. Like, oh, like let's find the yeah, cat. On, you. Are you okay? And he just yells about the broken glass. <laughs> you
0: know
1: what
2: I mean. Classic a train.
1: I, I know you just had a traumatic experience, uh, but can you please stop breaking our glasses? Right? That's our, like, that's our good china. Thing
0: happen, but <laughs> but, what the hell? Like, stop being so clumsy. <laughs> yeah, we bought dinnerware for four, and now we're down to two. Right, friggin' Trevor. Uh, I thought the alarm scene was great. The phone call.
2: Yes, 100%. Can I just talk about that for one second? I thought that was really cool too, because especially when, like, when she's talking to the security person, like after you said how, like, are you sure you're alone? And then I'm pretty sure, like, the voice she goes, "Look behind you," and that's when the jump scare kicks in, because it says, "Look behind you," and you see her. She slowly turns. So I mean, you're bracing yourself, like you think something's gonna be behind her. But as she turns, all of a sudden. Boom, you hear the phone ringing again. And then it's really creepy because you see a look at her hand, and the phone's not in her hand. So I thought that, that – I, I actually yelled. I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit it. I screamed when that happened. It <laughs> yeah, got, it got that, was,
1: that was actually perfect how they, you know, throw that at you thinking you're going to see something, and then they just you have, get you with something else.
2: We've all been trained that when they say, look behind you, there's usually something behind you. But then all of a sudden, boom, you get the phone ringing, and all of a sudden the phone's not in her hand like that. That was a cool – that was a fun jump scene. That
0: was perfect. All right, moving on. uh, The next set of scenes, we got a spiral camera, uh, like, going down a hallway type shot. Um, I do like this. I hate when movies overdo it. Um, But this one is a spiraling camera going down in the hallway into Rose's mother's room, where we see uh, where Rose's mom has committed suicide. Uh, But this scene, she opens the door, and Rose's mom wakes up gasping. Oh, wait. Wow. I, I... Fuck that all up. Um, she opened the door and seeing her mother. Yeah. And then she wakes up gasping for yeah, air. I'm she thinking further along in the movie right now.
1: Yeah, this is our first episode. No worries. Yeah.
0: Now Rose sits down and she's starting to do her investigating again. And like, I, I appreciate this scene. She sits down with the audio tapes around her encounter with Laura. Um, she starts replaying the tape and replaying the tape and replaying the tape. And we hear Laura's Silence. Lara. Then the camera, like, zooms in, and she does it again, she turns it up, and it goes, Laura. and in the background, we have, like, every time. And then we get a jump scare of her mom, right next to her face. Right next to her. It turns it all the way up, and Oof. it just, gross! Zero
1: God, to 100.
0: To shit out of me. You got me again. Got me Zero again.
1: Zero to 100 real quick. Real fast. Oh,
0: okay. uh, yeah. I did look up fun facts, and someone pointed out the fact that, uh, she turned up her volume way past 10, but every time they did the cutscene, it was like a couple extra clicks she could put in. So she was fully, she was fully maxed out, and then she just kept turning it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rose jumps back. She panics. She grabs a knife, only to realize it's a scared Trevor calling her name. So A-Train is shitting his pants, and mm. she's holding a knife point. Um. And then we immediately go over, and we see Rose is now at her old psychiatrist's place. Um, they're talking about what's going on. Uh, she calls them stress-induced hallucinog- wow, hallucinogenics. Wow, hallucinogenic Hallucinations. See, Justin? I told you. You got it, too.
1: Hallucinogenics is good, though.
0: Yeah, so uh, she calls them stress-induced hallucinations and tells her to take a short hiatus from work. Um, so now we've got everyone just completely ignoring her and telling her, just take time off. You'll be fine. Um, Rose looks to be on the brink of a breakdown as she uh, asks for Respiratol. Uh, the doctor tells her no drugs, but suggests that Rose can always call her if she needs anything. So clearly Rose is like fucking losing her oh, mind. Yeah.
1: She, and you can also see throughout the, how the movie plays out, how, you know, she looks professional at the beginning of the movie. And oh, then yeah. she just starts to, you can see it, the look on her face as she just starts to, just go down a very dark path.
2: Yeah. Just bags so under her eyes. That, you see her, exactly. You see her looking in the mirror, smiling. You see her trying to like wipe, like put makeup on and everything. You can.
0: Just... Yeah, that, that's actually the next set of scenes I like got written down is, Rose now struggles to put on makeup as she gets ready to attend Jackson's birthday. Yeah. how going you say that? The birthday. Oh, party. and what
1: a great birthday party oh, that was.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So she goes. Uh, her sister is surprised that she even bothered to show up. Uh, Jackson's opening gifts. They're doing the party thing. Everyone's having a great time. Um, Then they slide her Rose's gift. And Holly says, this is from Aunt Rose. You know, Rose waves. She's excited to see him open the gift. And lo and behold, it's mustache. Uh, (laughs) Little homie, seven-year-old, pulls up a dead cat.
1: Fucking cat.
0: Yeah, fucking cat. Poor kid. Pulls up the dead cat. Everyone loses their mind. Rose is screaming someone's got to believe me, like, this wasn't me, I would never do this, and no one believes her. They all just look at her like she's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Nobody cares what um, I mean. She stumbles back, like, she's standing there, everyone's screaming at her, and then she sees Laura sitting down on the chair, just smiling at her. No one else can see her. Rose is screaming, can you just guys rose. see her? No one can see her, only I can see her. She panics, she steps back, she trips over the carpet and goes right through a glass coffee table. Um, they they patch her up. They pull the glass out. They do the whole nine yards on her. Uh, then we see Trevor and Holly are fighting outside of the hospital room. As uh, Malcolm, you know Kumar. I'm gonna call him Malcolm. <laughs> Kumar. Name. It's Mal- Malcolm Desal or Desha. I I don't know. No, that's Kumar. Uh, but Kumar is checking in on her. Uh, they they get to talking. She uh, focuses in. Like I said, Trevor and Holly are fighting. Um, Trevor takes Rose home. She tries to. Tell him what's going on, but he basically tells her that she sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. Like he did some digging and mental health, you know, is is genetics and hereditary and all that other shit. And he did some digging because he wants to know what he's attaching his whole life to. He sounds like a real piece of shit instead of focusing on his fiance.
2: Yeah, he did not come across good on that scene.
0: And then, and then he immediately accuses Rose of killing Mustache. Uh, what? Yeah, dude. Rose gets pissed. Uh, he storms off into the house. Rose goes in to do some more research on the professor who killed himself um, that Laura had witnessed. Um, she gets some information. Uh, then she goes to lay down. Ro- yeah, I got it. Rose lays down for bed. Um, she's scared out of her fucking mind. While she's laying there, dude, she can hear her dead mother asking for help. Uh, then we get another jump scare of Rose scream. We get yeah we get another jump scare of yeah, yeah. Rose's name as the car slams and uh, it breaks and beeps. <laughs> those are my notes. No, that's yeah,
2: that's
0: <laughs> yeah. So we get a lot going on in those scenes, a lot of ignoring Rose, if you will. Very mean to Rose.
2: These yeah. these people just they don't care about Rose at all. Her sister's terrible to her. Trevor does not care about her at all. rough, rough tough to be Rose.
0: Yeah, and she's in this whole investigation on her own like no one's doing nothing no one's helping her no one believes her i was gonna say no one even believes her or anything
1: this is where this is the part where you really sense that this movie is completely all about you know like people on you know that have disabilities and nobody really cares i think to a point
0: all right you guys want to move on so rose visits mrs munez uh, to talk to her about her husband, she describes the days leading up to his death. Um, we get like a quick little flash scare. Uh, it's Mr. Munez's face, uh, just, just absolutely destroyed. Uh, he came. Oh yeah. The picture his tongue's yeah. hanging out. Oh. Brutal. Forgot all says, you know, 25 years and this is all I have left to remember him Not by. Left to remember him by, yep. And, like, that's just an image that stains in your face. Um she then offers to take rose upstairs and show her like his descent into madness we see all kinds of drawings newspaper clippings everything uh then rose confesses that it's happening to her uh miss Munez thinks she's a fucking nut job and kicks her out of the house like she doesn't even want to believe it and her husband went through it so she kicks rose out um after that we get into rose leaves and heads to the detective's place uh, she goes right in and asks him for help. Uh, we learn that Rolls... Yeah, Rolls. See, Justin, dude? I, it happens, I know. I, it happens. I'm glad it's not just me. Let's go. <laughs> we see uh, Rose and Joel is the detective's name. Uh, they were a couple before her and Trevor. Uh, he helps her look into like previous cases, and she sees a pattern of people committing suicide in front of someone who then commits suicide in front of someone and so forth. So f- you know oh, on its own, so so yeah. Um, they see like crime scene photos all the way back. Uh, to a guy on a camera, uh, who walks to the back of a truck, it looks like a landscaping truck, and yep. he grabs a pair of garden shears and kills himself, uh, in front of a lady. And just he does this all well, smiling mm-hmm. like that's a
1: pretty cool, brutal. Scene. Ah. That,
0: was pretty, that was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> you know, you know what this movie also uh, reminds me of—the um, happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, when they go nuts. Yeah. Uh, yep. Pollen. Yeah. Um. So after he kills himself, I think it's funny that he took the shears out of a landscaping truck, killed himself. Because yep. uh, the next scene we see is uh, Rose leaves, and she's driving, and we see the fucking worst lawn job I've ever seen. You're <laughs> <laughs> just fucking tired. <laughs> No pattern, no nothing. <laughs> oh, man. She tries to show uh, Trevor, like, everything that she's found, um, but he's not amused by it. Not at all. Classic Trevor. Yeah. Trevor's just a piece of shit. He, he's just, yeah, he's an ass. And as she's trying to tell him this, he brings her into the house, and now we see the psychiatrist again. That
1: um, brought her in. She
0: feels bombarded. She tells them, like, you know, I'm not crazy. You guys just aren't listening to me. And she storms off. Um Next set of scenes, in my opinion, uh, dude, Greg, the brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. douchebag.
2: Yeah, right away, yeah, when he greets yeah. her at the
0: door right away. Yeah, dude, so she goes to the house to try and, like, make amends. And she's like, Greg, can I talk to my sister? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. You probably a good idea. I don't
2: well, think that's a good idea.
0: Why don't you go on home, <laughs> all
2: right? Yeah, complete douchebag. Don't yeah, think she, say she wants it, to see you right dude. now.
0: But... Uh, she finally she demands Holly comes outside. Holly and Rose try to talk it out. Uh, Rose tries to explain what happened. Uh, Holly thinks Rose blames herself for her mom's death and Rose leave, uh Rose being the only one to handle it, while Holly left the home. Um, Rose and uh, Holly part ways, and now we see Rose in the car. She's trying to hold it together. She's incredibly pissed off, distraught, and in the background is blurry. Uh, we can see Holly come out of the house, you know, arms crossed, folded. Oh, this
1: scene, the scene, got that,
0: it. Yeah, she's doing that pissed off walk, like she's gonna go out to the car and she's gonna tell her sister off, or she's gonna yep. get in that one last fucking jab. See you later, don't come back. And uh, she knocks on the window, dude. And the very next this scene, this is cool. Laffy taffy bend. Fucking head Black snapped, he <laughs> comes down and dangles. Dude, scared the shit out of me. Oh, that man. was badass, awesome.
2: Uh, that was no, a that really was... cool scene. That was really like, cool. Like when I
0: talk about the score, the score I think played a major part in how fucking scary this scene was. Oh, right? how
2: it set up. Yeah, no, oh, the score set was... it up. Was, the, the jump scares really well, really well.
0: And then let's not forget that the, the seven-year-old who who had the dead cat watched this all happen. I
2: was again. just going to say, let's just stop everything before we go to the next thing. Like, that poor kid who's already, already so, like, traumatized from, with like, the cat. They cut to him, and he's in the upstairs window looking and, and seeing, like, just Rose screaming and just going nuts in the car. Like, I felt bad for the nephew. Like, that, that poor kid, he, he went through a lot in this movie.
1: He's like, this bitch is crazy.
2: Yeah, he's like, oh, my dear God. <laughs> auntie rose
0: is nuts
1: yeah auntie
2: rose (laughs) auntie rose you you gotta chill you gotta calm down
0: Uh, all right waterboy you got any thoughts on those sets
1: uh that was that was probably the one of the scariest scenes um for me i don't know that really that really freaked me the fuck out plus i never saw the like the trailer or anything like that and that that scene got me that 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 was uh,
0: cool. oh yeah dude without a doubt like i said I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer because I feel like had I watched the trailer, it would have spoiled that scene for me. Yeah, they yeah. filmed that whole scare in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yep. the whole thing. Absolute dog shit. Hate, hate it. Oh, Don't put God. any scares in it. Just give me not, give me all the fluff.
1: Right? Seriously. But uh, they definitely had enough of that that they could have yeah. put that on there. So yeah,
0: dear God. <laughs> Seriously. All right, so uh, we get a cut scene. Uh, she's at a diner. She's parked. You can tell she's like freaking out. She's crying. And then out of nowhere, dude, she's just scuffing her face on what sounds like the best tasting burger of her life. Oh
1: my goodness. God, I'm so hungry, hungry right
0: now. Doesn't say I kind of want a burger now. Yeah, but uh, all right, I'm gonna let Waterboy jump in because I have to go plug in my laptop. So I'll let you guys talk about this next set of scenes while I go grab a plug.
1: All, all right. right. So Let's we're go. gonna get into. This. So she's mowing down on that burger, and she gets a phone call, I believe, uh, from Joel, um, who's found some more information for, I believe, so. They end up going to go pick her up and he picks her up and they go down to the jail where a guy actually had never he he went through the smell um and he never actually ended up dying from it. Yeah, so, he survived. Like, he's like a lone yeah, survivor. He's the lone survivor. So yeah. he ends up going over there to see, you know, like why why did this guy survive? So she goes into the prison, she talks, um, she talks with the guy, and you know, we end up finding out that he, the only reason why he didn't is because he had to kill somebody so i guess the only way that you can get rid of this is if you kill somebody
2: yep and, and, and very what do you say like very traumatic you got to make it yep. very traumatic very for the people. very yep very messy
1: yeah and um he didn't know uh that you know she had she had it and then when she, he ends up finding out that she ends up having the yep. the smile entity he ends up freaking out he freaked and out. he it, complete freak out and go on um, they had to pull him away and she um she i believe she ends up going back home and going through all the the paperwork of the deaths that have yep. uh, that have occurred and um she ends up having another meeting with her counselor I'd
2: say so she goes back to the therapist
1: yeah back to the therapist and i believe the there this is yep yeah, this is the part where the therapist is actually ends up oh, smiling yeah. at her so yep. it ends up being a smile the smiling entity yeah she,
2: when she's talking to the when she's talking to her therapist doesn't she get a call from the actual therapist yes yeah
1: she gets she gets a call yeah. from the therapist while she's talking to the therapist yeah uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was that was nuts yeah that was, that was that was cool she ends up going back to her her um her work uh yep. she does have a knife in her bag oh yeah, yeah um so she does plan on she plans on stabbing um
2: she goes to visit carl right Is yep,
1: that... pl- i believe so yep she plans on killing carl Yep. Um, so that she can try to get rid of this entity that she has. And um, she ends up stabbing him. But we end up learning that she was just dreaming in her car. She didn't actually do yep. all that yet. And
2: in during that scene, it was pretty cool. When she's, like, stabbing Carl and everything. Like, wasn't, like, Kumar there? And then he, like, rips his face off, too? When, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Was, and then, like you said,
2: she, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, like you said, she comes back and she's back on the park. She's still in the parking lot.
0: Yep. You guys, talking boy. about when Kumar rips off his face. Yeah, says, when he rips <laughs> off his <laughs> face, he hey. she's yep. stabbing Carla, <laughs> oh, and yeah. out of nowhere, <laughs> oh, yeah. screaming to just laughing at her.
2: Yep. Um, then she wakes up, and she well, she comes to and she's still in the in the parking lot in a car. And then Kumar is out there talking to her.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he's. Oh, yeah, I right, keep going, water boy. You got this. All right, all right.
1: Um, so let's. <laughs> So let's see um she after that point she starts driving um we don't know at the time but she's driving to her old house um and this is where a bunch of little crazy scenes start taking place after that so joel tries to start calling her from there and she left her cell phone out there she doesn't want him to know where she is or what she plans on doing because she wants to try to keep him safe um so she goes into her house um she ends up staying there and then more um she ends up seeing her mother. I believe she has a bunch of flashbacks of uh, seeing her mother when she was a little girl. And uh, let's see, fast forward to nighttime here, and then she ends up seeing her mother again. And that mother ends up changing into some crazy fucking beast, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. She turns up like <laughs> nine feet fucking. I was gonna top. say tall, like <laughs> foot demon. <laughs>
2: Oh god, she, Yeah, no that was creepy. I did like how the thing looked. That, that was a wicked creepy yeah. smiling mother entity bigfoot bigfoot, not a bigfoot. That's
1: weird. Yeah.
0: Well, I oh, mean, it pretty much I one. mean she,
1: pro- she probably had big feet though. Yeah, right? I meant giant. I meant giant, yeah. not bigfoot. She giant. had a
0: whole lot of Sasquatch, I won't think 100%, def- that's what I'm going with.
1: Definitely didn't have a small crock. All right.
0: <laughs> this was definitely not in her cabinet.
2: No. <laughs> When she when she pulled up to the house real quick, just a flashback for one second, did you guys like did you guys know it was a house right away? I literally thought I'm like, Oh my god, she just went to an abandoned cabin in the woods. I'm like, that's a smart movie. That,
1: that is what I thought, initially yeah. thought. She's trying yeah. to get away from everything. But no, she went back to a Yeah, go, then, then you see it's her house. She went back to her she's already having psychological issues, so she goes back to her more psychological
0: issues with her mother. Yeah. <laughs> she she just runs back to her childhood trauma, which is a lot of what people a do, of, actually. Yeah, a lot of people dealing with this shit think that, you know, that's a safety net. It's a safe place. Or it's supposed to be a safe place. Yep. And it's not. It's just it makes things worse. Yeah, you know? it
2: didn't go too good. It kind of escalated pretty fast from there on that
1: the next few scenes. Oh, and especially when she, <laughs> how she thinks that she, you know, she starts lighting it on fire. And, you know, like trying to, you know, kill it. Kill this yep. entity. And for, for a moment, she thinks that, you know, she finally got it. Yep, and then all of a sudden up. she wakes up outside and she she's she's staring right back at the house that she never even went into yet. yeah, and it turns out that she, she had already called Joel and told him where they were. So then the smile entity, you know, <laughs> takes control of her. And Joel gets there and she starts pouring kerosene all over herself. And then she and then Joel walks in as she lights that match, yeah. And then the whole cycle repeats.
2: I thought that was a cool scene, like how it, how they ended it. Like I I thought never mind, just like her getting like possessed by the entity. I thought that was really creepy, like the yeah. thing going into her. Oh yeah, but that was a that was a really good scene.
1: Yeah, it's just like open, literally
2: just crawled. Oh my god. And it's so creepy, like, when Joel walks in there, and you just hear him just say, like, Rose, Rose, and, like, you see her in, like, the, you you see her in the corner there, just, like,
1: just like and you pouring the stuff on her head. And, and you, it gets a close-up of Joel's eyes as he's witnessing th- this. That
2: was really, really cool.
0: You could see her burning in the reflection.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, yes, that, yeah, was, that the was an the awesome eyes. scene the, like
0: in the said, eyes. She thought she had won, mm-hmm. and, like, she lit the whole house on fire, she goes out, we see her drive away, and then she hey, think it's over. apartment, like, it's over, and he's basically telling her like you know what's up and she's like I think I've won I just want to stay here can I stay here with you like hold me oh yeah like, totally yeah. forgot the whole part yeah he's like you can stay <laughs> forever and she's like what and she's oh yeah yeah When he's up dude and he starts totally... smiling and doing this creepy like yeah. laugh and then he chases her out of the apartment and the second she leaves the apartment then like Waterboy said we see her standing in front of the house and she's done nothing nothing nothing's happened yeah oh, and man. like she goes back in and Joel shows up as she's walking back to the house, like we see her lock the door, fucking this, that, and the other thing. And then we just hear screaming. And then she dumps, like you said, the kerosene on her head, lights the match, and fucking bing bang boom, the cycle continues. Yep.
2: Let's go. It keeps going. You can't you can't stop the smiling entity. You can't stop uh, it. Oh, yeah. Honestly. And you know what
1: I mean?
0: And all all in all,
1: it was um, you know, on a on a scale from one to ten. I'd say I'd say it was probably like a six. Or maybe five or six, I'd say. It wasn't. It wasn't a great movie. It has no, some good parts not a great in there. Movie, um, so rewatchability, watching not not good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I watched this movie three, four times leading up to it, and I probably. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, it. <laughs> that, that's subs yeah, yeah, dude. I'm so sorry when you said that's, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man.
2: Yeah. It's just uh, tough. Cause, like I said earlier, like I mean, I've already seen like it follows. This was just like a lesser version. Like same thing. If I had to rate this like one through ten, I don't know, like. I mean,
0: I it was five.
2: Five. I was gonna say I wouldn't. I, I would probably give it a five. Like it's forgettable. It had like it had some cool jump scene, like jump scares and stuff. But like overall, I mean, it was just yeah. I'm not a fan of it. I didn't love the main character. I, I didn't really care about Rose. It just it didn't really do anything for me.
0: I think a lot of people feel the same way too, because like I said five. You said five. Yeah. said did Yeah. Yeah. Uh, IMDb has it. That's a six point six out of ten.
2: I was just going to ask. Yeah. I, I never heard it. So that's the thing. Like when I did see the trailer going into this, but I did not hear any reviews. I didn't watch anything else because I did not want to think that it's going to be good. or think that it's going to be bad. Yeah. And same thing. Like I, I was wondering how other people I still haven't looked up. Like and even
1: writers. on um, Google reviews, 57 um, percent like this movie.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that like lines up. Yeah.
1: And Rotten Tomatoes, of course, is 80 percent. Yeah. You have an eighty percent score, which is, uh, you know, I, I don't, I never go towards Rotten Tomatoes though.
0: Wow, that's yeah, that's high, that's crazy. So, do you guys want to give like your closing thoughts, and then we'll touch on like fun facts and shit? Um,
1: yeah, um, I mean, definitely worth giving it a shot. You know, if you if you do like a little bit of horror, uh, it did have creepy aspects throughout it, but there was so much fluff, um, you you will get bored in a bunch of parts and forget really what you're watching. But yeah. if, when the scary scenes come, they are decently
2: all right sam let me do my final thoughts real fast um probably just don't watch it watch it follows or watch the ring and just save yourself like i said just just like it had ring vibes and it follows watch like actual good movies and just let us take this one for you guys like we took it for the team like poor sean dear god this was this was hard he watched it a lot like that's i mean i feel he probably needs counseling now but um that's my final thoughts like i said I mean, definitely it's, I mean, it's worth like a watching if you're just like having a few drinks, like want to watch a movie or anything. But nothing like groundbreaking or anything. But uh, it, what do you think,
0: Sean? It's, it's not like bad for background noise. Yeah, it, exactly, hundred percent. That's it's right. it's not the worst thing. You, in the world. you guys want to hear my closing thoughts? Yeah. Let's let's hear it. Right. So I love the entity and the way it was revealed and like it's 47 layers of teeth when like its jaws opened up. I love the way it looked and it yep. like crawled into her mouth to take over her. That was um, cool. I thought that was very like gory. I loved it. Um, I also thought you guys ready for this? The mom when yep. it does like a zoom in on her face when she's big. Yeah, uh, I thought she looked like an uglier version of Alexis Arquette from The Bride of Chucky. <laughs> well, my, God, in, I'm, pretty, I'm
1: pretty sure that was the actress who played that. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I
0: wrong though? Like you remember that scene when he's in 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 the bus with Tiffany? And he's got like all his gore on and all that stuff. I think that's what the mom looked like.
2: I'll I'll go back. I've seen that movie obviously. I just gotta, I guess I'll have to go back and watch that. Uh... Uh,
0: like I said earlier, like I thought this this movie was definitely like a mental psychological thriller. But you definitely could have shaved out like twenty minutes worth of crap. I mean, I one piece of evidence at a time, over and over and over. Like we, I'm not a big fan of exposition dumps, but we could've shaved off 20 minutes had we just gotten an exposition dump. Like, just with the cop would've been fine. Just investigate- 100%. The, 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 you know, teacher who killed himself, stop there, and mm-hmm. let the cop the rest behind the scenes, and then dump it all on you, on your way to go see someone. Uh, like I said, I thought the score was awesome. Um, the in and outs touches on like, like a lot of mental health things and what's wrong with the system. Um, but again, like we all said, it could have definitely been a better movie had it not been so long and so much fluff. Uh, jump scares were great. Uh, you guys want to do some fun facts?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, what do you What do you got for fun facts?
1: Let's uh, do it. Let's do it.
0: So, I got. All right, what about you go.
1: Oh well, it's not really a fun a fun fact, but um, so the budget for this movie was only 17 million, and it ended up bringing 216 million dollars. Yeah, which well, is. Which is kind of crazy to think, to think about.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: 200, $260 million of, like, you know, p- people actually watching this. Huh?
2: Yeah, it's, I, it's I, the marketing. Like, I mean, I was like, the second I saw that marketing, it, it reeled me in. I'm like, that, the marketing was more interesting than this movie. Like, the 100%. whole build up and marketing, 100%. Brilliant. Like, would, I would like to see more movies do that.
0: Yeah. Like, like that marketing would have been perfect without the trailer.
2: Yeah. Like just Oh my up. god, like that's what they should've done. Like, yeah, could you imagine dude. that? They should have no trailer for this movie. It should've just been smile, like a quick teaser trailer. Like you gotta have a trailer wicked teaser, like just very don't show those scenes or anything. And it it would have built up, it would have even done more at the box office than that. Like
0: Sorry. So fun facts I got are the film was originally titled Something's Wrong with Rose. Yeah, I think smile is a hundred times better. Oh yeah. god. Uh, another one like was the actors at baseball games behind home plate, like we had talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, at an hour and 21 minutes in a text thread with Trevor, between twer- Trevor and Rose, uh, the first pitcher is a normal picture of him. We get a cut scene. We see Lo- uh, Rose texting, and then it goes back, and the pitcher now has Trevor smiling. So not
1: oh, I didn't even notice that. Person. I didn't notice that either.
0: Uh, wow. The scene where Rose meets with Laura in that room, is based off a short film called "Laura Hasn't Slept," okay, which is pretty cool. Uh, yep. And then the upside down shots that we get throughout the movie, mm-hmm. supposed to mimic that when you see someone smiling, if you turn it upside down, uh. it's a film, and there's something wrong and sadistic. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Deep. That, uh, that's all I've got. Uh, we did some touching notes, some some fun shit.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely, yeah. and of course, I don't know if we already said it in the, in the when we started recording, but of course this was a director of Parker Finn's very first movie he's ever done
0: yeah yep. yeah and uh he's on the ropes to do a couple more uh, I don't have written down but I was looking at it, and he's got some some pretty big shit in the works,
2: no shit yeah uh,
1: I did see I did see he's got one that doesn't have a
0: release date yet yeah. I mean, but. but uh all right, so hackstab slash we uh, we did a little draft. We talked about 31 movies that we want to do. Ran them through a randomizer, and next week we got our man Justin coming in hot and heavy. Stakeland. Stakeland, Let's Ooh. go. You want to tell let's us a little yeah. bit about it? Why you picked it? What was that? You want to tell us a little bit about why you picked it? Uh, should I should, should I do that now,
2: or do you want me to tell that on the next next episode?
0: Uh, just 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 a quick why you picked it.
2: I picked it because it's an awesome, apocalyptic uh, vampire movie. Really cool take on vampire movies. I know a lot of people compare compared it to The Walking Dead with, like, vampires, which is crazy because I've never even seen The Walking Dead. But I know that's crazy. But, um, yeah, really awesome. I-, I think the acting in the movie is awesome. Really cool vampires. And I just love the feel. Like, the feel and the atmospheric horror in that movie is just on point. And that's why I picked it.
1: So Perfect. this is going to be great because uh, this is going to be the first time I've seen Stakeland.
0: Me yeah. too. I, oh, I, I, really?
1: So, yeah, yeah. So this I, is
0: I didn't oh. know anything about it. Didn't watch the trailer. It's uh, really it. good I, acting. I it's... In my Netflix queue for like ever, and I just yes. have around watching it.
2: So good, great acting. I, I'm so excited to watch it again. I, I've only seen I've seen it once, and that's I picked it because the other reason I wanted I liked it so much. I wanted an excuse to actually have to watch it again.
0: Yeah. But all yeah. right. Well, uh, that is have it. A good night, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Y'all as well. Take care.
0: Cheers. Happy birthday, Justin.
1: Happy, happy birthday.
0: Thank Thanks you. Good morning, guys.
1: No problem. Can I ask something? So, so, right. Go get tonight. <laughs>